0: A World of Music, listener-sponsored, volunteer-powered, 88.1 FM, WYCE, Wyoming Grand Rapids, a service of the Community Media Center. The final days of February, and we've survived Snowmageddon. So, the way I see it, it's all downhill from here. Good morning to all of you who shoveled your way out of the latest avalanche of snow, and welcome to local spins on WICE, where we'll melt your hearts, if not your snowdrifts, with some sizzling hot local and regional music for the next hour or so. As always, I'm your host, John Sinkovich, with localspins.com, the website that covers and spotlights West Michigan's music scene. And We're still all basking in the glow and positive vibes stemming from last Friday night's sensational Jammy Awards show. Not only did that event pack the intersection from stem to stern, but it was chock full of upbeat camaraderie. Tremendous performances on two stages and plenty more. I was just talking to Matt Geralds this morning as I walked in, and he sort of used that as the end of the year. So Happy New Year to everyone. We're fresh into 2016 and really looking forward to showcasing some more local and regional music here at Local Spins on WYCE all year long. Uh, we've spent the last few weeks focusing on uh, this year's Jammy Award nominees and chosen performers. Today we'll concentrate on a few band songs, and albums that May get nominated and win awards at the 2017 Jammy Awards. One of those bands is in the studio at WYCE here today. We'll chat with members of the brand-new Supergroup Supergroup Public Access, which is in the midst of a Michigan album release tour, which already has stopped at the Pyramid Scheme in Grand Rapids and Bells Brewery in Kalamazoo, but has a couple more dates this weekend. We'll get a little peek into the motivation for assembling this band and why it's named its album tracks after NPR radio personalities. Local Spins on WYC is brought to you with support from Rockford Brewing in downtown Rockford, where Carrie Lynch performed last night. And tonight, the Brew Pub hosts the always fun and energetic progressive bluegrass band Fauxgrass, starting at 8 p.m. Next week, Thursday, It's the return of Hannah Rose and the Gravestones, followed on March 4th by the moon rays. Get the lowdown on that and more at rockfordbrewing.com. You can check out past episodes of Local Spins on WYC at wyce.org or at localspins.com, including last week's show featuring a performance by the Soul Syndicate. Uh, at Local Spins, you can just click on Podcasts at the top of the homepage. Um, and as promised, we will give you guys some uh, new music here this morning. I've had a little few technical difficulties in terms of getting some things lined up. We're going to start out with something on the jazz end of things from the Connell Brewer Jazz Band. Only here at local spins on WYCE. A track from the band's upcoming new self-titled album, The Lippies. Uh, It officially releases the new self-titled album next week, led by Tanya Bruchik. They've recorded their definitive masterwork, in my view. Uh, The album release show takes place at 8 p.m. March 5 at the Pyramid Scheme with a host of other bands on the bill, including Sleep Cheaters 5x5 and Charlie Darling. You'll be hearing more tracks from this album in the next several weeks. Before that, we heard from Canal Brewer Jazz Band, brand-new album. Uh, Here's Eddie at Local Spins in WYC. Robert Canal Trio will be performing on Wednesday Night at the Harris Building, right at the edge of downtown Grand Rapids. It's the final concert in their series. They actually had to uh, reschedule that show from Wednesday night because of the huge snowstorm. But the guys that I've got in the studio today went right ahead anyway. They didn't let any snow stop them when they performed at the uh, Pyramid Scheme on Wednesday night CD release show. We're talking about public access here in the studios. At Local spins on WYC. Welcome to the show, boys. Hello. It's a lot nicer today than it was on Wednesday. It is. And uh, I know that maybe the turnout wasn't quite what you expected, but you guys have played two shows as part of this all-instrumental project called Public Access. And last night was at Bell's Brewery in Kalamazoo, correct? Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about how these shows have gone and what the approach was in sort of putting this together on a live fashion. Steve Leaf, we've got Steve Leaf, Dan Rickabus, and uh, Ben here on the uh, the microphones this morning, along with one of their special guests who also happens to be performing with them uh, in these shows. Tell me a little bit about how you guys put this thing together in a live fashion, because there 's a lot of people on stage uh, yeah, w- when we recorded it last year at benzito 's it
1: you know kind of took a life of its own when we had uh, guitar after guitar after guitar after guitar added <laughs> on top of each other. so when we thought about doing it live, we knew that we you know would have to come guns blazing, so I called up a lot of guitar players <laughs> and asked them to bring their amps and everything so it it was it was pretty fun it's it's you know it's got kind of like a a a little bit of a jam band vibe but it's pretty orchestrated so it's not just you know six people noodling yeah.
0: when you say six people noodling yeah. um actually these songs on this album that you guys are releasing uh, are very uh, cohesive i think and yet at the same time very atmospheric uh they have a nice melodic sort of feel to it as well as sort of some hooks which i think uh, really kind of distinguishes it from a lot of other instrumental albums where you do feel have a lot of noodling that goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you sort of start with the sort of basic structure? Tell me a little bit about what happened in the studio, because I know, Dan, when, when I interviewed you about this, you had some interesting things to say about how much fun it was to create this album in Ben Zito's
2: studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, well, Steve kind of came to the project uh, with these bare bones, just kind of uh, organic raw materials of songs, and what they were were like loops. Like he'd come up with a guitar melody, loop a harmony on top of it, maybe do one more harmony or like a kind of like a bassline guitar part, and then he'd show us that. So we have this very small little kernel of a hook, you know, and then we'd kind of all say okay, and write our parts, and we were all we had talked about a lot of uh, bands beforehand, and like you know. Trying to make it sound incredibly unique, and so we're all trying to do stuff that like challenged us. But we pretty much just let each other ride and let each other write the parts how they felt it came out, and uh, it just happened. Like one melody, one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is there's a like a chorus melody in a song Yuki Noguchi. Where uh, I think Seth Bernard, he was playing baritone guitar at the time, and uh, he was playing something on his baritone. It was like this catchy melody, and then Ben Zito heard it and started, you know, kind of playing the bass line to match that. Then eventually Seth abandoned that part, and so eventually Zito playing it was like, yeah, maybe I'll do something else too. Just
3: kind of worked something off.
2: Yeah, and like, so then that was gone, but it was still in my head, so I'm walking around whistling it, and then Steve goes, hey, what's that? And, you know, so he, he brought it up on the guitar, and it ended up being the key melody of the song, but it actually passed through all four of us spontaneously yeah. to get there.
0: <laughs> now, Ben, you've got a new studio, if you can let people know a little bit about that as well, but have you ever recorded an album quite like this where it really wasn't the kind of thing where a band comes in with a completed song and just plays?
3: Uh, no, not really. I mean, it was it was really cool because we came in and Steve had these melodies and we just kind of started working on them and the songs were very melody-centric and, and we just kind of all worked off of that one piece and then everyone, you know, you'd have an idea and you'd lay it down and then we, we tracked it all live, um, the basic tracking, and I'd just push record in the control room and run out into the live room and <laughs> pick up my bass and like, okay, what are we doing? See, okay, and then just start playing, you know, and... Uh, and then once we had that basic tracking down, it was just, hey, what if we did this? And then you know we lay another guitar track down, <clears throat> harmony that, and then you know, get the third, get the fifth. <laughs> and then do another melody on top of it, and then get the third, get the fifth, and it was it was crazy, um, just how how big it got, and how quick, and like how uh, creatively expressive everybody was, and
0: far different than the crane wives for you guys i would think in terms of just sort of the spur of the moment kind of stuff that was happening in the studio and 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 steve is this at all what you visualized when you decided you want to do a Um, project like this to
1: be honest i thought i I, i'd you know always had a loop station for probably the past i don't know eight or nine years and i'd you know go into my room and just hang out with these like loop around and maybe lay in my bed and just listen to them like I wonder if anyone else would want to hear these. So it was kind of cool when it when it panned out. I called Ben and Dan, like throwing out a prayer, and it. I was like, ah, oh, maybe it, it probably won't work out. But the whole. I called Dan. I called Seth. I called Ben, and it was all scheduled within an hour. Like <laughs> one day in October, everything happened. And yeah. what uh, when we were recording it, it was pretty awesome because Ben's studio was pretty bare bones at the at the time. Uh, it was you know. Drywall had just been hung. It
3: was, yeah, the first it was drywall was just uh, there. Was
1: some electrical issues, so we had to just like use lamps. So the space, <laughs> the like, it, it, oh
3: man, just can I tell that story. Yeah, <laughs> we, got, we got time for that. Um, I had just wired the lights, like the light overhead light fixtures, and um, I was so excited. I got these nice dimmers on them. I was like, all the mood lighting and stuff. And it was the day before everyone showed up, I just hooked it all up. And we get there, we plug everything in, and there's just awful buzz coming out of Seth's amp. He's like, yeah, "Did anyone hear that? Or maybe it was Steve's amp? I don't remember." But um, like, yeah, and they're all listening in the headphones, like switching things on and off, and Seth's just like, "Dude, it's got to be the faders." And I turn the lights off, and it just like died. And I was
0: so upset cause I was <laughs> done, like an
3: entire week, you know, like getting this place ready to have these sweet dimmer switches and stuff.
0: And, and so it, it, I'm curious too. I mean, I've, obviously, Yuki Naguchi, that's a track that we're going to play here in a minute. You mentioned it a minute ago. And, and it seems to me there's a lot of attention being focused on the fact that you guys decided because you're all real <laughs> fans of NPR. That you guys wanted to name the tracks after announcers, I've got to at least ask about that and how that all came together.
2: That uh, I mean, Steve said it best when we were on the Michigan Radio interview. We were all we're all big NPR fans, and we would all listen to it on the way in. And this project was really based around just being able to have fun with each other because you know musicians who play in different bands when they get to just hang out and make something together that's new, we really cherish it, you know and. So we were all just having fun and and mostly making a ridiculous amount of jokes. And part of that was impressions. We all love just trying to do voices. So we were doing impressions of the people that we had just heard on NPR. um, And then that became, as Steve said, it all of a sudden was like, oh, that's kind of a cool name for the song. And Seth had already come up with the band name Public Access. So all of a sudden it was like, well, they're instrumental tunes. So we started calling them names of random uh, public broadcasters as, like, placeholders. And then by the time we were done mixing, we were kind of like, that's the names of the songs. Like, you can't that change works. those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of fits because
3: it's got that instrumental music between
0: each story, you know? Right, right. right. And, and then so for the second album, it's all going to be WYC announcers, right? <laughs>
1: Absol- absolutely. Mark
0: my words. All right, All right. We were talking a little bit about trying to get you guys in the Studio X and actually performing, but we realized that when you guys play out, you guys have, like, nine or ten people on stage. So we decided that it'd be better off if we just sort of play some tracks from the new album here uh, during the show and chat a little bit about them. We're going to start with Yuki Noguchi. Uh, I'll play that and then we can talk a little bit about, uh, about the other parts of the album. some of these special effects as well, which I think adds to the ambiance. We were talking a little bit here off air that when you guys are playing on stage with nine of you, um, it it must be kind of fun to sort of see what happens because some of these songs must change a little bit uh, in in the live setting. Yeah, there's definitely an element of improvisation for sure. And it's nice to
1: have a bunch of musicians that you can really trust there's some there were some moments last night where it gets gets pretty wild we covered the national anthem by radiohead and the end (laughs) of that just gets just just explosive but it's it's nice to have these you know a structure where everyone can kind of like spin away and then come back to like their part and then you know move on but it's nice to look around and be able to trust all these people and like okay do whatever you need to do
0: so how much how much <laughs> yeah. is the presentation part of this we were laughing that you guys were wearing uh, different colored uh, onesies on stage and you also have some video uh, backdrop behind you uh how does that add to the L- i mean what is all that about and why did you guys decide to do it sort of in that vein uh i know the photographer that was there that light, last night, that night anna said it had this sort of pink floyd vibe about it all oh, right on uh well, that's it. That I
1: love Pink Floyd, um, <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I I wanted to present something different, you know. I have a, I have another band, Steve Leaf and the Expats, and we you know we play and we have our thing. And I didn't. I I wanted to like create an aesthetic with this band, so it was you know, busting out my phone whenever I'd see something cool and taking a slow mo video of it, and then putting that in some video editing software and just be like, I could space out to this and listen to some music with this, so. Uh, the, the onesie thing was just kind of a happy accident, though. <laughs> that, that was literally day before uh, the pyramid scheme show. I, w- I was, you know, under the gun to try to find something for us to wear, and I sent an email to the guys like, "I don't think i to be able to find them." And then I went back to the to the. Uh, the thr- the original thrift store and they had just gotten a shipment in of all of these coveralls. <laughs> the onesie guy came. Oh yeah. boy! Yeah. <laughs> like, someone said they need oh. ten sets of coveralls.
0: The weekly shipment of onesies. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I think that, that I think that adds to the to the visuals. I think when we when we came out, we literally heard someone say like, "Are they all wearing onesies?" Yeah. Yeah. It was not of yeah.
3: It was kind of like what? <laughs> yeah.
1: I wanted an element of just kind of like.
2: What? (laughs) Rock and roll is meant to cause a reaction. David Bowie. Now, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> Nicely said, Mr. Rickabus.
0: <laughs> Old school, I like that. Um, so what's the future of public access? Because you guys all have other projects. You mentioned, Steve, you, you're the front man for Steve Leaf and the Expats, which is really a rock project. Uh, mm-hmm. you got the Crane Wives, of course, by the way, Jammy Award winners. Oh, Congratulations. Uh, you guys obviously are busy. Um, and, uh, you know, Seth Bernard, of course, is doing his thing and Seth and May and a lot of other things going on. What happens this summer? what happens beyond in terms of this particular project oh, we're probably going to break up in the parking lot <laughs> once you're on local spends at wyc that's it could it. happen yeah. i'm we're warning go now
2: that's where everybody just that's the peak of everybody's career yeah. and then yeah. they fall apart it's all downhill <laughs> yeah i think one of the great things about this project and one of the great things about this day and age is like with the internet we can just be constantly creating this band on the fly like ben ben and i were on tour with the crane wives and we saw, we went to an aquarium, saw a great jellyfish, filmed it, sent it to Steve. He made a music video. <laughs> great jellyfish. You know? Oh, man. Great jellyfish. jellyfish. Yeah, he was so great. He was a good dude. Anyway, so it's like we, we've been throwing stuff together on the internet, and, and it, so it just feels easy to keep it together, even though it's like a band full of people from other other bands. And, and uh, we're planning on trying to get back into the studio maybe late this summer in, at Benzito's Centennial Sound and uh, make another one, um, get back in there and do this process again. And uh, we're planning on uh, playing some festivals yeah. around if we can. this summer. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I imagine you guys cross paths on your own anyway, and if they're all together, you may as well just sort of play as public access. Yeah, why not? Yeah. 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 It, it, so the, the band
3: fun. has played three shows now. Um, Total. (laughs) And uh, we've been together a little over a year, but uh, we had our second practice ever on Wednesday. And and we put together a 7-8 song, and we've been playing that live the past couple of nights. That's, That's called Lakshmi Sing. So we've already got... Some material
0: together. I was wondering when that do. was going to happen. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> almost immediately. It's, it's a good thing you don't have to sing that one. Um, so let's hear something else from the new album. Uh, who wants to introduce this particular track? Um, this track is called
1: Jack Spear. i Spear. Uh, Jack Spear, and this was a, this was a really fun one. The, one of the guitar licks on the beginning and the solo is by this guy named Gregory Stovetop. And this was a really nice thing about the improv of the the session was just Seth. You know, we got to we got to Ben's in the morning. He was like, "Hey, Stovetops coming through town on his way to Traverse City to play some shows. Like, he should stop in and, and rip one." And he did. It was like a it was amazing. He like came oh, in. He was there for an hour and a half, like threw down, and then was just like, "All right, see you later." That was like,
2: it, was, it yeah, was a pretty incredible yeah. visual. You'll, you'll hear in the second half of this piece, there's a guitar mini, And you just have to imagine Steve Leaf and Gregory Stovetop staring each other deep in the eyes, just ripping this harmony together live and shaking their bodies. And yeah. it was powerful. <laughs>
0: Well, I should mention as well that as part of this lineup of uh, some of the guests you've got on stage, uh, that Alex Atkin has also joined the band, and this is the first time he's been performing <laughs> live since his accident uh, last November. For those in the radio audience that don't know, that Alex Atkin is a guitarist who was in a serious motorcycle accident in November. It's great to see him back. I'm sure he must be enjoying this verily because it, it, it's, I've been saying from the very beginning that that's what we
2: really want to see with this guy is getting him back out and performing with you guys. We had a great time last night, and he absolutely crushed it. And it was just really wonderful for all of us to be hanging and playing together, you know, just like old times. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so who's going to do their
0: best Jack Spear
2: imitation to introduce this to him?
4: Rick Abyss, Rick Abyss, Rick Abyss, Rick
2: Abyss. <laughs> NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. President Obama played this track when he went to Washington, D.C. in 2008. All right, here we go. Public access is proud to present free public access to the Commons with enduring gratitude to the net neutrality and conservation movements in America. Listener supported public access is currently being recorded and played back in perpetuity locally. Public access would not be possible without the guidance of Carl Sagan, Jim Henson, Fred Rogers, David Bowie and listeners like you. And speaking of listeners like you, this is queued up from one of you requests out there.
0: Here for local spins on WICE, nice stuff. I have to admit that it's very interesting. I-, I find it more challenging if you're an instrumental band to come up with something that people really want to listen to over and over again because you don't have the vocals, you don't have that hook, you don't have the chorus, maybe that the that uh, you know people can sing along to. Um, but I think that this is probably going to pick up some steam. I get the feeling people are probably going to be humming along to it or something.
3: <laughs> it's funny at the, the live shows. Um, we come on, we, we've been playing the album straight through, and the first two tracks are a little calmer, not so r- raucous, you know, and uh, by the end of Yuki Naguchi, track three, people are like, oh, you can dance to this, and like, people are like, kind of like, warming up, and by the end, people are losing their minds, it's sweet, man, <laughs> it's just like, they don't know what it is, and then they gain this understanding over the course
0: of our performance it's pretty cool yeah people can Mm -hmm. dance to it give it an 82 i think that's a good thing yeah Yeah. so here we go public access uh so we were mentioning a little bit about what's happening with the other bands involved with this project the crane wives of course are part of this so you have a new album coming out tell folks when that's happening
2: we do it's called fox lore and it is uh A sister album to one that we released in August, which was called Coyote Stories, but in my view, this one's more adventurous and more out there, and it's coming out on uh, April 2nd, and we're having a release show at Founders Brewing Company with, I'm sure we'll bring some other bands on the bill in the next coming weeks here, so you'll hear about that.
0: And uh, Steve Leaf is actually appearing on that album, which was recorded Ian Gorman's Luna recording in uh, in uh, Kalamazoo. So, Steve, you've got a new album coming out later this year as well with your band.
1: Yes, uh, we we recorded. So, actually, the first floor of the apartment building that I live in in Chicago is a studio. My landlord owns a studio. It's very convenient, nice. very close. So, uh, in October of two thousand. 14, we recorded there um, for an EP called Lightspeed, and we did uh, five tracks on that and released it on 10-inch vinyl. So, uh, la- October of 2015, we went back there because we had a great experience and recorded uh, again another five tracks, and uh, that's going to be kind of the brother companion to Lightspeed called Come Clean, which will come
0: out in late May. Excellent. Well mm-hmm. that you guys are very busy folks between this band, your this particular project, which obviously is a labor of love, as I think we mentioned in the story at Local Spins, that you know, you guys clearly love being in the studio with each other, on stage with each other, which really makes I think this project special. And then on top of that with the with the bands that you're you're normally touring with, I imagine that two thousand sixteen is gonna be a banner year for, for all of you.
1: I think so, yeah. And it's gonna be it busy. Is
2: yeah
0: well uh i always ask folks to come into the studio to make their musicians picks and uh ben zito actually was the guy that came up with it and he couldn't make up his mind so uh essentially you pick two two bands so i think it's pretty cool the first one of course is one that we're all very familiar with uh, with big duty rue and those guys tell me a little bit what makes them special in your view well they came into my studio uh god i think in july was Mm -hmm.
3: that right and they laid down an EP, they played. They tracked the whole thing in two or three days, and just absolutely talented guys, and a lot of fun to be around, and um, we had a lot of fun with this album, and uh, there's a, the, I think the song I picked was Nothing, Nothing good, good Today, good good Today. Yeah. yeah, and it's a Nate Wagner tune, and really, he sings yeah. on it, and man, I, you know, he's really stretching his legs as a songwriter, and it's really cool to see, because he's, man, he's really good, I really like his voice, I like his songwriting,
0: and... All those guys are just the best. So um, Yeah, they've yeah. really developed a sound of their own that I think is really fan-friendly. I mean, they just have this psychedelic vibe about them yeah. that really has added an element to, to Big Duty Rue that I like a lot. And after that, we're actually, and the other track you picked was actually something from Olivia Mainville and The Aquatic Troop. I right. picked the track Morals of Time Track. Yeah, I couldn't, which, I
3: couldn't pick one off the album. I, I saw them, uh, I think, for the first time in their full setup at Harvest Gathering, Earthwork Harvest Gathering up in Lake City and I was on my way to some other set. I don't even remember what set it was headed to, and I walked past them, and I ended up watching the entire thing because it was so good. They had Scott Pellegrim on the drums that day. I oh, man. Like, oh, my. What am I? Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it's crazy, and the fact that Olivia is, is so young and, and creating this kind of music that really is inventive, experimental, at the same time, it's still got that indie folk vibe that's really very... You know, infectious, I think, for like you say, as a listener, it's easy to get by. So, well, thanks, guys, for coming on board. It's been a lot of fun. Thank Good you, luck man. with public access. Good luck with your other projects as well. And, uh, folks, if they want to go see you guys, travel around the state to see you guys, where are you playing uh, this weekend?
2: Uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night, we're in Traverse City at the Inside Out Gallery. Uh, and then the next night, we are at the Avenue Cafe in Lansing. And both of those shows will have Steve Leaf and the Expats as well as Seth Bernard Trio. Uh, on the bills, and then on uh, Sunday at the Avenue Cafe, we're adding the crane wives just nice. to sweeten that pot.
0: Sweeten wow. the pot. Lansing's not too far up the road, guys. You guys can ke- check public access out. If you missed it during the snowstorm on Wednesday night, you've got plenty of opportunities to catch them. Thanks so much. This is Big Duty Roo for Local Spins on WYCE. <laughs> something you won't hear anywhere else. That was Alexander Lynch here for Local Spins on WYCE, a brand new track that just dropped from this up-and-coming electronic R&B artist who we've actually had in the studios here at WYCE to chat about his music. He's a native of the Upper Peninsula who moved down to Grand Rapids last year, released his debut EP, a mix of pop, electronic, and soul. He's been working here with a host of artists and this track was written, produced, and recorded by D.E.N.M. and Alexander Lynch. He's playing a show in March back up in the Upper Peninsula at a music festival with Hiker Tunde Gosh Pith The Go Rounds, and Chris Bathgate, and he plays The Pyramid Scheme back in Grand Rapids on April 15th, otherwise known as tax day. Or is it? I don't know. He'll also have a new video coming out in a couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. You can read a review of his new album, or his most recent debut AP, rather, uh, at Localspins.com today, along with uh, new releases by the Lippies, Public Access, and more, many of which uh, we're focusing on today, as well as we sort of look ahead to some new music that might actually be nominated for Jammy Awards in 2017. Uh, Prior to that... We heard from, uh, uh, Olivia Mainville and the Aquatic Troop. That was a pick from uh, our musicians in-studio guests rather today, uh, the members of Public Access. That was Morals of Time Travel from her latest new album, Maybe the Saddest Thing, which actually uh, picked up the Jammy Award for Best Contemporary Folk Album last week at the intersection. The band plays Wilson Center Auditorium in St. John's, Michigan tonight. Prior to that, we heard from Big Duty Roo, Nothing Good Today. Uh, Duty Free is the name of the EP. It was released in December 2015. Uh, Thanks once again for listening to Local Spins on WYC. You want to thank the support of Rockford Brewing. You can get more information about what's happening at Rockford Brewing at rockfordbrewing.com online. Uh, tonight, uh, the brew pub is hosting the return of the bluegrass band Foggrass. So you can catch them as well and get all of the information about upcoming shows, uh, not only at rockfordbrewing.com, but at localspins.com. And speaking of new music, uh, this is a track uh, from a from a guy that I think is just putting out some tremendous songs. And uh, and he, he often performs as a one-man band, but uh, he also has a lot of friends who have helped him out in the studio. This, of course, is Justin Stovepipe Stover. And this is Poughkeepsie, New York. We love you, only for local spins on WICE.
4: Could we please take a walk? Catch up a bit. It's been so long. Since I've seen your face And even though we Both know the Time has changed us for sure At least we still Have a familiar Place In Poe parents protested
0: Stovepipe Stover here for Local Spins on W.I.C.E. Amazing piece of work there from the guy that uh, put out the album Love in the Time of Satanic Panic Chapter 1. It's the first installment of a three-part album that Stover is assembling. This is his sixth studio project, and for this particular venture, it's designed as a collection of short stories set in the 1980s. Definitely an impressive songwriter and performer well-known for those one-man band shows. Uh, you're listening to a world of music listener sponsored volunteer powered 88.1 FM WYC Wyoming Grand Rapids a service of the community media center Catalyst Radio of course is next we're going to finish things off today for local spins on WYC with a popular blues band from the Grand Rapids area Thirsty Perch Blues Band's been around since 2008 Uh, this is a track from their Live for Today album they'll be performing at 1 p.m. Saturday at Fifth Third Ballpark as part of that big sold out winter beer festival that takes place a number of other bands also will be be performing uh, this weekend as well including the concussions uh but this is a track conversation and you can go to localspins.com and and listen to an acoustic rendition of this this uh, song as well they performed last night at speakeasy lounge uh really drew a great crowd and uh definitely a popular for a reason this is conversation by the thirsty perch blues band we'll see you next week here at local spins on wice mm-hmm.